Today I want to talk to us about two words that seem to be opposites, just as the scriptures that we um, just read up there seem to be opposites. And that is resting and wrestling. Wrestling and wrestling. Those two, to rest in the Lord and yet to wrestle, while they appear to be opposites, you know, they're a real part of the Christian life. We rest in the Lord, but we fight the fight. The poor, they're the ones that are rich. There's gain through loss, honor through humility, winning by losing, strength and weakness, and life through death. We are ambassadors this morning who are to both rest and wrestle. There is a restful side of the Christian life and there is a wrestling side of the Christian life. These two sides, it seems like, are not related. And oftentimes we think that, okay, we rest one day and we wrestle the next day. But actually they are interwoven in our life. Let's look at uh, some interesting elements of the kingdom of God. It says that we're seated in heavenly places in Christ and yet we wrestle. Principalities have been disarmed and yet we wrestle against principalities. <clears throat> in reality, Believers are freedom fighters. We wrestle and we rest. We tend to look at these two as this spiritual warfare and, and, and rest is, you know, they just don't seem to mix or mingle. In the Old Testament, God gave a day of rest. That Sabbath was a gift. It wasn't intended to be a restriction, but a gift. A time that they were to, you know, just have a delightful time to enjoy God. It was intended to give them a taste of living in the kingdom of God. For they were 
All those things were types and shadows. So in the Old Testament, indeed it was a day of rest. But in the New Testament, the rest is in a person. Jesus Christ. Jesus is our Sabbath rest. He inaugurated the kingdom of God to the woes that to the believer who would accept, you know what I mean, him as their rest. A spiritual rest that begins now. Obviously, it reaches into the tomorrows, even unto the return of Jesus Christ. Paul wrote and said there was a rest that was available, but they didn't didn't receive it. It didn't become part of their lives. In Hebrews chapter 4, It's the rest that the gospel brings. And it says that that unbelief stole their rest. It stole their rest. It stole that personal rest. It says that the gospel was preached to them as well as others, and some received, you know, the rest that the gospel brought or the word of God brought, and others failed to believe to receive the rest that was in that safety and the security and the promise of Jesus Christ. I wonder sometimes if we have to actually fight for rest. Hmm? Strive to enter through the narrow gate, for I say many will seek to do it, will not be able to. Well, there be some things that maybe we must wrestle against. We've got to wrestle against those things that prevent us from getting to know God and to resting in the Lord. That, that rest that neutralized the enemy's assault on our soul. Now there's ways that we rest. We wrestle in prayer. We wrestle for promise. 
we wrestle against doubt, unbelief. We even wrestle for faith. And Jacob, he wrestled for an extra blessing. I believe that that rest is receiving excuse me is believing before receiving wasn't it Paul that said when he was in the midst of the storm as he's on his way to Rome <clears throat> And now the situation around him agreed with his statement. Everything's going to be all right. He said, an angel of the Lord stood by me, and this is what he told me, and I believe the Lord. He had a rest in the midst of the storm an assurance in the hopelessness of the hour Jesus you know one day was in the middle of the storm with his disciples and he was just sleeping Was he so dead to sleep that he didn't even know a storm was going on? Or was there a rest that he had found? To rest. See, God's rest is, is, is not a rest from activity. Not at all. It's, it's, it's not a rest from work, but it's a rest in work. It's a rest that... When you know it's your staff, but it's God's hand. Moses understood that the staff was his, but what was going to make that staff something mighty was the hand of God. So it's not a rest from activity, but it's a, it's a harmonious working of all the faculties, the affections, the will, the heart, the imagination, the conscience. Because we went ahead and found a sphere in God of confidence and assurance. It's a rest that becomes a weapon. Think about it. 
a rest that becomes a, a weapon. That rest that combats weariness. That rest that becomes a, a warfare against anxieties. That rest that, you know, is, is, that, is that cradle of your soul, of your mind. Where you rest. Jesus gave that invitation. It's the same invitation that the gospel gives. Come unto me, all you that labor heavy laden, and I will give you rest. A belief that everything Do you remember the night that Jesus was in the garden? And it's just before the final leg of his life and the crucifixion, and he's wrestling in prayer. But he came away from that wrestling in prayer with a walk of peace. So yes, there are those moments and those times that, that, you know, rest seemed to maybe evasive, but ultimately, wrestling should end up being rest. The fight of faith in the rest of faith. I think that, you know, we must possess the rest of faith and the rest of faith must possess the fight of faith. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thine own understanding. In all the ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path or you will have rest. See, we are to work but not toil. Toiling destroys the rest of God. Work gives the pleasure and hope because we rest in the work of God. I am, and you and I are 
have a, a personal connection to the work of God, but we are not ultimately responsible for the results of the work of God. It's the Holy Spirit. I hope I can make this clear enough this morning. We are set free from sin, but yet Paul says we continue to, some continue to yield to it. We have peace, but yet we also are supposed to work for peace. We've been saved, but yet we're to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. We've been given rest, but yet we're to labor to enter in to the rest. See, I think that one rest is a gift. The other rest is a prize. One's a gift, and one's a prize. Ephesians chapter uh, 2 says, For he is our peace, and has made both one, and has broken down the middle wall of separation. Psalms 91 says this, He who walks in the secret place of the Most High shall remain, uh, shall be, remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. The rest... and the wrestle. Jesus wrestled and he also rested. Resting in your wrestling. Now thanks be to God who leads us in triumphal procession. I mean, just think about the difference. You go out on the field, football field, let's do that for the guy's sake, because that's, you know, I want to help them understand. You ladies get it, you know, but <laughs> sorry, Don. <laughs> but just imagine, you, you go out there on that field, and you're playing knowing that you're going to win. Now you can either get lazy or you can get excited. I recommend excited. Because if you get lazy, that's not characteristic of a winner. And you could end up being part of those that <clears throat> never really had the rest. No. 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 
He leads us. We've been made more than conquerors through Christ who has loved us. Notice, you know what I mean? The option there is, is you can have rest even while you're wrestling. I know in whom I have believed and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, the principalities, powers present here or over there or wherever they may be are not able to separate me from God in my life. Psalm 62 says, Truly my soul silently waits for God. From Him comes my salvation. He is my rock and salvation, my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. My soul wait silently for God alone for my expectations is from him. Arrest while you're wrestling. I believe therefore I rest. It's a rest about not only today, as in this day, but it's a rest concerning tomorrow. Resting, which is a, is a, a peace of soul, a confidence of mind, It's when I stop laboring in myself and start resting slash labor in the Lord. For we are laborers together with God. Think about it. Worry, anxiety. People are filled with it. I mean, and I'm not going to go there.
that old children's prayer, very simple. Now I lay me down to sleep and pray the Lord my soul to keep. And if I die before I wake, I mean, it's horrible, isn't it? <laughs> pray the Lord my soul to take. <laughs> oh, how many restless nights have you spent? Because you couldn't rest. Karen, if you'd come this morning. As we understand we are pilgrims in this world. And when we understand that we're pilgrims in the world, then the tensions that happen in the world that which we see that's taken place. When we understand that we're pilgrims, and we have a God, as Tanya went ahead and listed all the things that are accompanied with the name of Jesus. Those, those avenues become, become sweetness rather than despair. Now, I'm not telling you that I've always mastered it. Oh, I haven't. But I'm confident of this one thing. He who has begun a good work in you will finish it. That's right. For while we look at the things that are or why we shouldn't look at the things that are seen because <laughs> they're temporal, Lordy. When we look at that, things that are not seen, which is the promises of God, the assurance of God, the tomorrows of God, then the rest of God invades us. And it balances that social heart city. own sad statement and his own received him not Woo! I don't want to come under that category when he comes to me who am I'm his own and I didn't believe 
And so therefore, that beautiful rest escaped me. Not because God didn't love me. Not because God doesn't care. Not because God's not there. Not because God's not helping you. But that internal thing city that inner city of mankind has to do with his mind his will and his his emotions they all need a governor and that governor is the rest of God Come unto me. What is your labor? What is the work? What heavy part of life? They know there's heavy parts of life. There's heavy parts of life. For sure. Sometimes there's moments in life that are much heavier than, than other times. But Jesus Christ has done such a major work on our behalf and for us that he gives us an invitation just a human rest and an ordinary rest, you know what I mean? Not just a vacation. But his own rest. It is finished! Genesis, it says in God, rested on the cross he said I'm just going to rest now he had wrestled and then he rested and that's the rest that he passes on to us it is finished. Stand with me. For he is a God that counts things that are not as though they were. What a rest. See, that's what we got to do. They're not yet. But they're guaranteed that they will be. This, my friend, is a book of rest. It's a book of rest.
the ultimate rest. Rest in the Lord, wait patiently for Him. It's, you know, we're, we're, we're impatient. Rest really does good for that element of impatience. Rest because there is assurance and there's a confidence. You can run much better when you're rested. You can fight much better when you're rested. We can rest and wrestle. Most of the time, wrestling exhausts us. But if we can wrestle and rest together, I guarantee you, you'll win the match every time. So the invitation is, come to me. Come to me. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. And learn of me. For I am meek and Father, this morning, we live in a very high-pressured society. We live in a time when the things that we see are interrupting our rest. So I pray this morning that we all could enter a rest even while we're wrestling. Amen. All right. Hallelujah. got to learn to rest. Go with God. God bless you.